Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. As ever, I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, how's it going? Tough week last week, wasn't it mate? Not too yeah. many favourites won, particularly in the Football League. Yeah, um, not many not many winners to be found. I felt like the only teams that won you know, were very tight favourites in the Premier League and then even then you had... Uh, Liverpool and Chelsea that would have screwed you over. So, uh, yeah, very tough week. Yeah, very, very tough week. You can tell when it's a tough week because when there's been lots of winners, lots of favourites, you see all the ac- winning actors all around Twitter and there are very few oh, to yeah. be found last weekend. Yeah, yeah, normally there's an absolute waterfall of them. But, uh, yeah, none, none last week. But new week, new opportunity. So... We're still up for the uh, season so far, so let's move on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Before we go into the games, we're going to go through Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two, as usual. Just want to say to everybody, thanks for listening again last week. We do have a Fantasy Football League going off. The code, if anyone wants to take it down whilst they listen, is 135-0263-649-226. I imagine most of you don't have a pen or paper to hand, so you can find it on Twitter and on our website. Please do join that one. Decent amount of teams in there, so yeah, feel free to join in a little bit of friendly competition. Yeah. Also, if you like the podcast, uh, enjoy listening to us, perhaps made a bit of money as well, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate and review us on iTunes too, just so we can help carry on growing the podcast because it's uh, it's going really well and we'd like to try and get on the iTunes new and noteworthy page and um, to help grow it even more. So with that all said, let's go straight into the Premier League then, shall we? What a weekend. What a return. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So many goals, a lot of drama, new players doing well. It's exactly what you want from an opening day in the Premier League. Absolutely. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, everybody seems to have practised attacking over the summer. Not so much defending, but it makes for a great spectacle. Oh, some terrible defending. Some really good performances um, and some really abject performances as well. Yeah. Uh, who stood out for you this weekend? You have um, to give a big shout-out to one team and one player. Who would you go for? Ooh, the team, I think, has got to be Huddersfield for me. For sure. Excellent, excellent win. Well, no one thought they'd win, never mind win 3-0 away at Palace. Yeah. Thoroughly deserved victory. Unbelievable to see them at the top of the Premier League by the end of Saturday. Yeah. As for the player, ooh, it's a tough one. You could easily go for Mounier from, from Huddersfield, but I think I'm, I'm going to go for Lukaku. Good debut, got his two goals, exactly what he's been brought in to do. Fantasy football captain as well, which earns an extra brownie points. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, probably, probably can't the captain. Stand, can't stand him, but I'd have to agree with both of them. A lot of raving about Matic on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the game live, and I feel like you know to praise someone like Matic, you need to watch most yeah. of the game, if not all of it. But in terms of you know instant impact, I hate to say it, it's got to be Huddersfield and Lukaku. Yeah, idiot of the week, John Joe Shelby. Yeah, absolutely. Closely followed by Cesc Fabregas. 
And Gary Cahill. Um, yeah, and followed by Ronaldo in La Liga. A lot of <laughs> lunacy going on uh, this weekend. Head's gone. Anyway, let's go into the matches. So, so first up, it's the 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. And that's Swansea at home to Manchester United. Swansea are a big 19-2 at home. The draw, 18-5. And Man United are priced at 2-5. For me, it's probably going to be another comfortable Man United win. Maybe a 2-0. I can't really see an upset on the cards here. Uh, this should be put on after the watershed because it's going to be absolutely X-rated. <laughs> um, I can see United pulling out another 3 or 4. Can you? Um, Watch match of the day. Stayed up and watched the nil-nil between Southampton and Swansea. Southampton much the better side. The problems with Sigurdsson at the moment are hanging over the club. Abraham looks bright, but he needs Lorenzo. Yeah. To you know really hit the heights. And yeah, he just Paul Clements interview. You know he was saying it's not good enough. They deserve to lose. Uh, and United. Absolutely steamrolled West Ham. Yeah, and that really was, good. That was that was hugely impressive. So I can see a three or four again, to be honest. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if it was. I think it, it might be a, a two, maybe three, but certainly wouldn't surprise me. Lukaku last week doing exactly what he's done best over the last few seasons, bullying those mid-table sides. We know he can yeah. do that. He'll probably do it again this weekend against Swansea. But for me... I think until he's doing these match-winning performances consistently against other top six sides, people are still going to have a bit of a question mark and they're still going to doubt him a little bit. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like you said, we don't, no one needs to know that he can you know, roll Og Bonner or roll you know, all these players, these average Premier League players. It's when he comes up against the big lads and the, uh, the big players. Let's see if he can do it then. Yeah. So, uh, Man United, we reckon, are going to comfortably win. 2-5 to five for the win. Probably worth looking into the handicap market then for this one to get the value there. Uh, minus one, maybe minus two if you're feeling a bit more confident, like Tom W is. Oh, yeah. Moving on then, uh, Liverpool at three o'clock against Crystal Palace. Liverpool, a 4-11, to 11, the draw 4-1, to one, and Palace a big, big 9-1. to one. How can you see this one going? Uh, Liverpool to win. I don't think he'll be comfortable. I certainly won't be going anywhere near him at four to eleven. Big, big, big kind of welcome to the Premier League for De Boer. Oh, um, he really tried to implement something really fast because he was quite a late appointment. You know, he wasn't he appointed was. in May, so he's not had that much time with him. Maybe he'll, you know, tone it down a little bit and not go so extreme with his changes, but. I think Liverpool win this two or three one. Yeah, you can get Liverpool win both teams to score at nine to five. Uh, I agree with you. I think that's the way that I'd go with this game if I was going to bet on it. I wouldn't. There's no value in going for Liverpool just straight on the nose at four to eleven. But it's ah, been the same old it. defensive issues, hasn't it, for Liverpool as they had last season? Conceded three against oh, Watford. Yeah. And um, headers and set pieces. And uh, Alan Shearer was spot on on Saturday night. They've got zero leaders, uh, especially at the back, and it's yep. just—it's pathetic to see. Like Watford absolutely bullied them. Yeah, they really did bully them. Um, Liverpool are sublime going forward, but we know that. And uh, 
Yeah, Klopp has to really improve that. I mean, they need to go out and get Van Dijk. They need to make that happen. That would be a huge, huge... That would turn them to top four to potentially title challengers. I think he's that good. Yeah. They need to make that happen. It just seems everybody else can see this weakness at the back. You know, your left-back, centre-backs, goalkeeper. Everyone seems to be able to see it, apart from Klopp. He does need to go out and get some... He's known for heavy metal football, and it's all well and good. But at this stage in his career, he's won two games less than Brendan Rodgers. So he does need to step it up a little bit, because apart from the season they nearly won the league, Brendan Rodgers is deemed as a bit of a failure. So time to kind of forget the name and have a look at what's really happening. Yeah, and I think uh, if they've got any aspirations of going anywhere in the Champions League, they're not going to do it with the current defence. <laughs> it's laughable. That is the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Liverpool doing anything in the Champions League. Oh my Lord. They'll get torn a new one. Okay, so we reckon Liverpool win both teams to score, but it's probably not going to be easy for Klopp's boys there. Next up at three o'clock, we've got Leicester, and they're at home to Brighton. You can get Leicester at four to five, Brighton at 21 to five, and the draw is on offer at 13 to five. I thought Leicester looked impressive against Arsenal last weekend, and I can see him getting a win over a, a stubborn Brighton side. Oh yeah, 100%. Brighton, for me, were so flat. Pretty dull. I know they were playing against City, but I think Huddersfield would have posed that, you know, Man City a few more issues. I think there's yeah. just a bit more fight. Brighton, the crowd, just everything about it just seemed flat, and yeah. they're my tip to finish bottom of the league this season. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Leicester will beat them 2-0, to be honest. These games against the top six, seven sides, for the clubs down at the bottom, they're essentially a free hit. You know, yeah. No one expects you to win or, or even draw, so you may as well just go for it. There's no point putting 10 men behind the ball and just inviting pressure onto you for 90 minutes, because... They will eventually get through and break you down. you just got to give it a go. It also shows a bit of a lack of ambition. You want to ignite the crowd. Yeah. And you want them to get excited. This is your first game in the Premier League in your new stadium, blah, 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 new dawn for the club. But I just didn't feel like there was any ambition. And I look at the strikers and the players they got going forward. It, they're really going to struggle to score goals. They're going to be another Middlesbrough this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, I can see that definitely. Uh, so Leicester, we reckon, pretty good value then at just under evens. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, moving on then. Southampton at home to West Ham. Southampton 8-11. to The draw 11-4. to And away West Ham, they're 22-5. to uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say here. Um, Southampton have not scored in six consecutive games at home, which is shocking. West Ham obviously lost 4-0 last weekend against Man United. Shocking. Can't yeah. tell you how this one's going to go. I'd probably go for the draw. Oh, it's so topsy-turvy. Village is not going to accept. I know they played United. It's a very tough opening game, but they were poor as well. Uh, Southampton, bit unlucky, but again, they, they felt a bit flat. I feel like Southampton have gone from being pretty exciting to yeah. kind of dull. And that stems back to end of last season. I know they got to the... Uh, final of the whatever the league cup was called last year but uh yeah i wouldn't be touching this nowhere near 
thinks uh, Slavon Bilic is going to come under pressure really quickly if uh, West Ham don't start picking up some results. Yeah, been backed as well. So, uh, yeah, got his own players. This is his team. So, yeah, he needs to uh, he needs to make something happen. Yeah, so uh, we reckon probably best to avoid that one profit chasers. There's a lot more safer bets out there than betting on this particular game. Another 3 o'clock, Bournemouth v Watford. Bournemouth are evens. The draw's 13 to 5, and Watford a 3 to 1. Both teams to score for me. Yep. Although Bournemouth were poor against West Brom, Bournemouth had 67% possession. Uh, I know it's, you know, Tony Pulis said we're not a possession side, we don't mind the team having a ball. But Bournemouth should be creating more with those with that amount of ball. Yep. And it just didn't really do anything. It, the foe came on. I think it was kind of midway through the second half, yeah, so right. hopefully he'll start for the Cherries. Yeah, But yeah, I'd say both teams to score. I wouldn't want to go near a result. No, I completely agree. As you say, disappointing against West Brom. And they need to find a system where they can fit Josh King and Defoe in successfully. Marco Silva will be pleased with his, uh, his side scoring a late, late equaliser against Liverpool. They've got work to do defensively. Andre Gray as well. Uh, signed him after our last podcast. I think he's a very good signing for them. Yeah. But I'd, uh, I'd agree. Both things to score is what we'd go for here. Result-wise, tough one to call. Could probably go either way. Yeah. And finally, for the three o'clocks on Saturday, we've got Burnley at home to West Brom. Bore what me. a terrible game. Bore me. <laughs> Fuck me. This will be awful. Wow. Um, nil, nil. I really admire... I, I've always admired Burnley. They're not the most exciting team, although saying that, you could you could argue they were the most exciting team the opening day, but yeah. in general, not the best. West Brom scored their only goal through a set piece through their brand new six foot five centre half. So, kind of uh, tells a story there. Yeah, some things never uh, change. Yeah, I know. I, I could go for a draw, 21 to 10, uh, but. I wouldn't be betting on it. No, um, I think slightly worrying as well from Burnley's point of view that they were literally clinging on to the to the result against nine men. Yeah, huge jitters. Morata had a goal disallowed as well, rightfully so, by the way. Um, but you know, it wasn't wasn't all that, was it? But the first half they were superb. So you know, I think they'll be up for it. Their record at Turf Moor was brilliant last year. Yeah, West Brom are never a pushover. Uh, you're looking at a draw for me, 21 to 10, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't tip it. Okay, so we've got one final Premier League game left on the Saturday, and that's Stoke City at home to Arsenal. Stoke are 18 to five. The draw is 29 to 10, and Arsenal four to five. How can you see this one going? Arsenal win for me. Yeah, um, I agree. Definitely, both teams to score. So 12 to 5 you can get on Arsenal to win both teams to score. Very good price, I think, there. You know, Arsenal obviously scored four um, in their from opener against Leicester. Also conceded three. Stoke, they're bringing in Hesse, or Jesse, if you're English, <laughs> from uh, PSG on loan. So that will be a bit of a spark. I feel like Stoke is such a club for these kind of Attacking players whose careers have stalled. Shakiri, yeah. Afalai, Boyan, yeah. Hesse. Like all these <laughs> players have had huge hypes 
kind of dipped a bit, then they go to Stoke yeah. to try and rediscover their form. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, you know Stoke will get a goal, especially home opener. Crowd will be right up for it. Uh, yeah. A bit of a rivalry between Stoke and Arsenal. Uh, yeah, Arsenal win, both teams score. Yeah, can definitely see that one. Arsenal to win on the nose, a pretty good value at just under evens, four to five as well, I think. Um, moving on to Sunday then, we've got the mighty Huddersfield Town in the one thirty kickoff, and they're at home to Newcastle. Huddersfield eleven to eight, the draw twenty three to ten, and Newcastle nine to four. I think it's going to be another Huddersfield win. The fairy tale is going to continue. How can you not fancy him? Do you know what? I, when I, I, re, I feel really stupid, I got sucked into the Newcastle Benitez thing. They need players. I was looking at their team. My God, it's shit. Yeah. It's it's really bad. And I think I got sucked in. I think I predicted them to finish like maybe 13th or 14th. Just yeah, you did. You know, a bit comfortable. You had them right down there. Yeah. I think, you know, you're spot on. I think Huddersfield will have the buoyancy and the feel-good factor. And that's going to be probably one of the hardest away games this week uh, when you look at the places you could go to. Yeah, completely agree. The John Smith Stadium is going to be absolutely rocking, that's for certain. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be great. Newcastle are going to be without John Joe Shelby, the absolute moron. Huddersfield win for me, possibly uh, by a couple of goals. Yeah, I can see that 100%. The last game on Sunday is a big one. Big London derby between Spurs and Chelsea. Uh, Tottenham, 21-20. to The draw, 5-2. to And Chelsea, 12-5. to For me, this is going to be a Spurs win. Surely, Chelsea, very thin on the ground in terms of players. Things just do not seem right at that club at all. For me, it's a banana skin. Do you really? Um, oh, yeah. For me, it's a banana skin. Conte, Chelsea, they're winners. And they'd have been hurting, they'd have been embarrassing, they'd have had a rocky on their arse. And I know the club is not in the best shape at the start of the season. But I also look at Spurs and their Wembley hoodoo last year, how the new stadium affected West Ham. And I think it's too early to be saying Spurs are going to win. If this was at White Hart Lane, oh my God. I'd be all over Spurs at 21-20. to 20. Yeah. Right now, I honestly wouldn't touch it. No, f- fair enough. I, I think um, I do think Spurs are going to win. I really do. There's rumours that Conte has lost the dressing room. The players are revolting and downing tools in a similar fashion to how they did when Jose Mourinho was there for his last spell, when the season after they won the title with him. I was going to um, say, where have we heard this before? They yeah. sound like the most backstabbing, complacent yeah. bunch you've ever heard. Yeah, they do. Costa is obviously, well, that's that's just a farce, the Costa situation. He's, he's still in Brazil. The club have fined him. He's going out partying in an Atletico Madrid shirt. He's jet skiing around with his dog. He couldn't, he couldn't care less, could he, he? He could not give a toss about that club at all anymore. Uh, and it's just, no. it is disrespectful to the fans, to the club, that have been so good yeah, for him over is. the years. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. Difference of opinion here on the podcast. I'd go with Spurs. Tom reckons there's a potential banana skin, so it's going to be a good game no matter what, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. And finally for the Premier League then, Monday Night Football is back and it's Man City versus Everton. City, a short 1-3. to 
the draw 19 to 4 and Everton big 9 to 1 for me I, again I reckon Man City are going to win this but they're, I think they're a tad tight at 1 to 3 against Everton totally agree I think they'll beat them Everton might score 2-1 3-1 but at 1 to 3 I'm not interested in those kind of prices no way not at all um, no, thank you 9 to 1 is big for Everton if you do fancy the upset but, uh, just a shout out <sighs> Uh, I, I, I don't fancy the upset or don't recommend it but big price shout out to Wayne Rooney as well for scoring on his return that was nice to see you could tell it meant so much to him from the celebration as well absolutely loved it loved it go on Wayne big fan Wazza. anyway on, on to the championship and we are going up Nottingham Forest will be our match of the day next season oh my god it's so cringy. It's so cringy. It's a good start. Getting a bit carried uh, away. Really impressive so far, though. No denial that we're playing well and everything's good at the club. We've got our forest back. Is like everyone's a bit chant at the minute. Yeah. But uh, let's calm down. But uh, I'd be really disappointed from the start and our players if we didn't finish top ten. Yeah, definitely. But as you say, a long, long way to go yet. On the Forest game, they're at home to Middlesbrough. I can definitely see both teams scoring, but um, result-wise, as much as I'm saying Forest are going up, Borough are obviously one of the favourites to go up anyway. A lot of investment in that squad. They've got Britta Sombolonga playing for them, which is always a bit of a bad omen when one of your top strikers comes back to your club. He's probably going to score against us. I'd just go safe with the both teams to score, I think, there. Yeah, totally agree. You can see the result going all three all three yeah. ways, but uh, both teams to score is the safe bet for sure. Are there any then that you'd like the look of in particular this weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I like the look of Sheffield United to beat Barnsley at home. Absolutely. Uh, Sheffield United, you know, they've made a decent start. Bristol City, Millwall. Uh, how can you not fancy Bristol City after their home crutching? Of Barnsley opening yeah. day, they took a little bit of a bit of a knock back down to earth in Birmingham, but uh, yeah, they've got Millwall at home and they're twenty to twenty one. So I fancy them. Yep, their home form is is excellent. Really, they not only did they beat Barnsley, but they also beat Plymouth in the cup like five 0 I think it was. Uh, Millwall are always a classic example of a team that is really strong at home, where the Den is a real intimidating fortress. A much poorer side away from home, Millwall. I can definitely see Bristol winning there. I think they're pretty good odds. 100%. And the final one for me, I just don't fancy Bolton this year at all in any capacity. But I do think the Derby side is going to be not a favourite for promotion, but I think they'll be, you know, top 10. And yeah, I think Derby at 23 to 20 could be uh, pretty, pretty tasty. Yeah, okay. Um, you've took the main ones for me. I've got. <laughs> Sorry gonna, about that, buddy. I'm going to go out on a bit of a limb and say that Wolves are going to win at home to Cardiff at odds of 21 to 20. You really like Wolves, don't you? I, I, really, think, I really think this Wolves team's going places this season. I really do. And they've looked really good going forward at the moment. And that's without their main so attacking source, um, Douglas Costa. They're looking solid at the back. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're going really well. 
Cardiff did beat Aston Villa last weekend 3-0, which was a pretty out of the blue result. But um, it's going to be tough. I think this could be a 1-0 to Wolves, but I do think they're going to win. Uh, I'd also go for QPR Hall, both teams to score at 31-40. to uh, I really like the Hall squad going forward. They've got some good players for this level, like Krasicki and Abel Hernandez. I can see QPR scoring past them. But yeah, both teams to score there for me. And, and that's all. All right. Okay, then let's move on to League 1, also known as League 1. It's oh, yeah. a pretty dodgy league to bet on for the last couple of weekends. But I think on paper, this weekend looks a little bit kinder. We're kind of seeing now how the league's going to pan out a little bit. I think my pre-season shot of Oxford being up there is looking good right now. Yeah. Black, oh, yeah. Sat top of the tree. Blackburn, very poor. Oh, yeah. I know it's only two games in. But, geez, man. They've got some very good players for that level. And, yeah, maybe it's the expectation. You know, they've not been a, a winning club for a while and sometimes it's hard to go from losing for three seasons straight to yeah. trying to win every week but yeah. Uh, yeah really poor very very uh very disappointing they have been losing like you say for a couple of seasons now but since tony mowbray came in at the end of last season they did pick up quite a lot um and they certainly yeah. weren't in relegation form by the time they went down in in that like, kind of three month period where he took over. The damage had been done before that. So oh, I, yeah. I thought they you know, made some good additions for the level they're at during the summer. And I thought they'd probably come into this season with a bit of momentum because they weren't that bad at the end of last season. Um, it's true. But no, it's just not happened at all for them. They're away to Bradford, which is a tough, tough place to go, as we know. And I can't see them turning their form around there. At all, can you? I nearly put Bradford on the bomb-proof treble. That's how much I fancy Bradford. 23-20 to 20 is a great price against Blackburn. and We're kind of being vultures at the minute and just picking off Blackburn struggles at the minute. And uh, yeah, Any team, you, even though it's Bradford at home, I feel like 23-20 to 20 is a good price because they're playing uh, Blackburn. Yeah, definitely. Bradford went the entire of last season unbeaten at home in the league. So far, unbeaten at home in the league this season. They'll be looking to carry that on for as long as possible. And they've got a good, good chance of doing so against a poor Blackburn side. Yeah. Another one for me, Fleetwood at home to AFC Wimbledon. Fleetwood are evens. Two wins from two for Fleetwood. No goals conceded. Can't ask for any more than that. Just the one point for AFC Wimbledon at the moment. We had that good shout last weekend. It said Fleetwood were outsiders away at Northampton. We brought up the fact that they went on a six-month unbeaten run away from home last season and we got them at good odds at, at 9-5, to five, I think it was. Uh, I think they're going to win at evens. Yeah, for me, League One is the most profitable league this week. Yeah, um, You agree. have a look at most of the games. Scunthorpe-Oxford, got a fancy Oxford away at Scunthorpe-Oxford, sitting top of the tree, as you touched on. They're 2-1. to one. Uh, you've price. got Peterborough United. They're in a very close second. They're against a Rotherham team. You know, it's not going to be a pushover. They are in eighth. But I do fancy Peterborough to continue their strong start, 11-8. to eight. You touched on Fleetwood. Uh, for me, you could be looking at uh, Berry to yep. beat Bristol Rovers. Bristol Rovers propping up the entire league at the moment. 
Berry put a lot of finance into uh, their push for promotion. They're 29 to 20. And um, a little, uh, not outsider, but someone who's gone under the radar a bit. Wigan. Yeah, yeah. Wigan away at, Wigan away at Oldham. Wigan sat in third. Two wins from two. 21 to 20. They're away at a very uninspiring second from bottom, Oldham. I'd agree. Um, as you say, Wigan, under the radar. We said a few weeks ago on the podcast, of the relegated sides, we thought, like everyone else, I think, Blackburn would by far and away do the best. And Rotherham probably looking around mid-table. Same again for Wigan. But no, two wins from two so far for Wigan. And they have so far proved to be the best of the relegated bunch. For me as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. I had another couple that I put down. Portsmouth at home to Walsall. Portsmouth got panned by Oxford last week, 3-0 away. But they should go well against one of the division's weaker sides and they're at home. Uh, Portsmouth are 4-6. And also MK Dons at home to Gillingham. They're also 4-6. Gillingham, again, one of the worst sides in that division. MK Dons not quite got going as much yet, but they should be good value for the win there. Absolutely. I think League One is where it's at this week. Last week, oh God, we didn't want to touch it. And uh, when we were making our pre-season predictions, we did say that we think three quarters of the league could make the playoffs. Um, so very open, very tough. But this week just seems to have opened up a bit, which is nice. Yeah, the fixtures have fallen pretty nicely form-wise this week. So we plan to take advantage. Moving on then to our favourite league in the world, League Two, which... Uh, Talking about open competitive leagues, this one is shaping up to be just that at the moment. Only one team has won both their games so far. And who'd have thought it? Coventry City. Yeah. Um, we didn't really fancy them pre-season, did we? we no, thought, not particularly. You know, yeah. They were, they were going to be in a bit of a slump and they were going to find themselves you know, mid to lower positions. But yeah, absolutely flying and a fantastic price this weekend. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. They're, they're evens, so as, as Tom said, two wins from two for Cov. Um, they're top of the league, scored five, conceded none. Can't ask for much more than that. Newport, who they're playing, they've had two games, two draws, sitting in that, that kind of lower bottom half of the table. Um, we reckon Coventry can make it three from three. Oh yeah, 100%. I think that is the value of the weekend for me, Coventry City. Yeah, I'd agree. Luton, I've got down here to win at home to Colchester. Luton at seven to ten. It was poor from Luton last weekend, if, if truth be told. They lost one nil away to Barnet, brought right back down to reality after that eight goals they scored against Yeovil on opening day, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Their manager will be absolutely seething. From those two games, Luton should be looking at four points minimum. They've only got three, and he won't give. And monkeys that they won eight two or whatever it was. He'll be so angry that they've yeah. only got three points in those two games. Absolutely, spot on. But uh, they're back at home against Colchester, and I reckon they're going to do the business there. Um, other than those two, for me, I've got down a, a few both teams to scores, but result-wise, I've kind of avoided everything else. Yeah, on that subject, both teams to score. I imagine Wickham and Notts County is on there. Yep. That's the first thing I thought when, uh, when I saw that game. Uh, Wickham, 
very, very good start to the season. Not, not so well, but put up a very good effort against Scunthorpe in the Cup. Got there 1-0 at home at Meadow Lane. Yeah, I think that would be both teams to score. Yeah, uh, I've also got Exeter Lincoln, both teams to score. Both teams love a goal. That's 7-10. to um, Accrington Mansfield, both teams to score. That's 8-11. to And Forest Green Rovers, Yeovil, both teams to score, which is 4-6. to One thing Yeovil games don't lack is goals. In the two games they've played so far, they've scored 5 and conceded 10. Average of 7.5 goals per game. And uh, you won't be surprised to hear that that is the most in the football league as it stands. Um, yeah, looks like it's going to be value for money at Hewish Park this yeah. season and away. I don't know which end the goals are going to be going in at. You might not like it, but there's going to be goals. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to there's going to be goals. Brace yourself. Goals are coming. <laughs> is there anything else that you like the look of? Not for me. No. I love League Two. Everyone knows how much we love League Two. But, yeah, uh, yeah just, just not convinced um, by much of the games. For me, there's a smattering in Premier League, few in the Championship, lots of opportunity in League One, yeah. and then a few in League Two. Yeah, I'd agree. With League Two, we just need to wait a few weeks to see how the league's going to pan out a bit more, because it's going to take a bit of time, but I'm sure that it'll come good and the profit will be there, as it was last season, eventually. It's time for the Bombproof Trebles, guys. So, for those of you who may be first-time listeners, this is the part of the show where me and Tom will go through and pick you out a treble from the top four English leagues. All the returns are based on £10 stakes. At the end of the season, we will total up how much uh, you would have won if you backed us every single week. We also go head-to-head. Tom is currently winning at the moment. Uh, and I'm going to wrestle back some of the cash. I hope you do win, but I also hope I win, so the distance just stays the same, but everybody's a winner. Yeah, everyone would be a winner. Shall I go first with my one this weekend? Yeah, fly away, mate. Go for it. Right, so we are going to go for the club we just talked about, Coventry, and their evens at home to Newport County. We're also going to go for Fleetwood, and they're at evens again, and they're at home to AFC Wimbledon. And finally, we're also going to go for Sheffield United and their 7-10 at home to Barnsley. And £10 stake on that one pays £68 back. Nice. Um, I'm so confident in this one, can I add. So, so confident. Oh, yeah? This is going to win. This is a winner. Bang there back. we go. There we go, guys. I learned from my mistakes from last week. I just had a feeling that the Everton-Stoke game uh, there'd be a few more goals and there'd be a bit of jitters from Everton. Uh, if it wasn't for a few fine Jordan Pickford saves, we might have been there. But I've gone for just straight on the noses this week. Back to basics. <laughs> so I'm going for Bristol City. They're 20 to 21 and they're at home to Millwall. I'm going for Leicester City. They're 4 to 5. And they're at home to Brighton and Hove Albion. And I'm going for Wigan Athletic, who are 21 to 20, and they are away at Oldham Athletic. So £10 on will get you 72.04 back. You always have to dwarf me, don't you, with, with profit? You always got to beat me. 
Always. Always. <laughs> always. I'm just a bit more daring. I'm a bit more daring. Um, we've always said, haven't we? You know, I think you win a few more times than I do. Yeah. But when I win, I win maybe. You win bigger. Equivalent of two, two of yours. Yeah. yeah. So we just have different styles. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm all, a bit more of a dreamer. I they, think. they all return <laughs> profit at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, last year when we uh, totaled up. I mean, you did beat me, but not not by too much. Yeah, well, not too much. I absolutely yeah. hammer you this year, though. I'm I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> see. But uh, yeah, guys. So they're the bombproof trebles. I really do fancy both of them this week. Yeah, me too. Really like the look of them. Imagine a double bombproof. We've done it before. We have done it. So before. why not? Why not this week? Yeah, that'll be lovely. About 150 quid. That'll be returns yeah. on it. So that'll be lovely. Well, we'll do. So, guys, that is the end of the show, but please do remember it's not the end of the fun. You can get at us in numerous ways. The most active and quickest way to get us is Twitter. So we're at T underscore FB podcast. Um, you can visit us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash footballbettingpodcast. Uh, you can get on us at our website, footballbettingpodcast.co.uk or you can email us footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com Absolutely and as I said at the start of the show please do go on iTunes rate and review us uh, preferably five stars of course we'd really appreciate that one and do join the Fantasy Football League uh, the code is on the Twitter the code is on the website the more the merrier the more people that join the more people I get to beat <laughs> See this guy is just full of chat. <laughs> Forrest are going to do this. Uh, he's going to do this in the Football Betting Podcast, blah, blah, blah. He's not even top. Uh, big shout yes. out to Erdil Honor Essen of Yeti Tep FC, who currently tops our league. Enjoy it whilst it lasts. Tom Pipkin. You can find Tom Pipkin in fifth, and you can find myself in sixth. So right on your tail, brother. Well, it's, that's, that's the way it's going to stay. For the whole season. And all season. Get used to seeing me above you. Out of spite, because I'm so stubborn, I'm not going to have Lukaku in my team. Oh, no. Well, that's. Your own stubbornness is going to be a downfall. And I still bet I finish above you. No chance. Even without Red Rob or whatever his bloody nickname is. (laughs) Red Rob. (laughs) Red Rob. I've seen it on Twitter a lot. It drives me insane. But I'll go with it. I'll go with it, guys, until you know he turns out to be shit as predicted. Nope. And, uh, this is this is his year. This is his year. Anyway, that's enough of that. That's enough of the fantasy football chat. Let's wrap up the show. I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast as ever. Um, thanks for tuning in, and as ever, we'll be back next week. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Happy profit chasing. Cheers, guys. Bye bye.